This is I Don't Care If You Listen Podcast with my mom, Shawnee, and my auntie, Leonica. This is episode 30. Thanks for listening. Have a great time. And have a great day. Goodbye. Welcome back. Here we are. Episode 30. I Don't Care If You Listen Podcast. I'm Shalini. She's Leonica. Girl, we've gone down to this two times a month thing because our lives are just so crazy. But I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. I know. And I miss recording, too. Me, too. So before we actually started this podcast, uh, Leonica listened to me, you know, debrief her on my life and how crazy I feel right now. So thanks for being my friend, because I just told you there's literally no one else in the world I can talk to the way I talk to you. Not like one person. Not one. You and me both, babe. So thank you for being there for me. Thank you. For allowing me to. The chaos of the world is indicative of what's kind of going on in our own worlds. We've we've had some life stuff. I'm sorry for the passing of your husband's grandmother, who was pretty much like his mom. How's that whole thing going? I'm sorry about that. You know what? There's really nothing that I can take on. I can just be supportive yeah. and empathetic. That's all you can do. Yeah, you know, I've I've been there, done that. I know how hard it is. But you said Dion's kind of walking around in a daze a little bit these days, right? Oh, yeah. 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 That morning, for sure. Yeah. They disagree. We had the scare of a lifetime last week. Um, My son looked like he had what was a sunburn. Um, and I kind of blew it off for a day, and then the next day he said his armpits hurt, and then so the next day I took him to the pediatrician. Pediatrician said, you're rushing him to the hospital. He needs to go to the ER now. Um, Mm -hmm. Skin started blistering, and he was basically burning from the inside out. They diagnosed him with scalded staph, which is a staph infection, but it, it basically looks like burns everywhere on the body, and he was in the hospital. He was admitted. He was in the hospital for four and a half days and um, it was an IV antibiotic thing and I'm really glad we had the Johns Hopkins Hospital here because you know as the doctor said if this was in another country or if this was someplace where you didn't have access to this this could have had a much different ending so it was scary as all get out but it took me offline from everything in life I was in that hospital my husband went on a trip my in-laws just happened to be in town so they were able to help here and there but um, that was chaos that was chaos. And it, it makes you, like you and I were just talking offline before the podcast, it makes everything else in your life seem so irrelevant when your child gets sick and they get better. You're just like, oh my gosh, as long as my kid's okay. But now I'm kind of having that feeling like, all right, I need to get back online with my life and I'm feeling a little little out of sorts, a little discombobulated as it were. Those are the two worst things that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, grief from your parents mm-hmm. and concern for your kids you know what I mean when those are like feelings that come in and snatch your soul <laughs> you know yeah, but she was like his mom like yeah. all of their moms she was a matriarch you know what I mean yeah. the type that I hope to be one day sure you know so I don't know if I've told you this before there's this old Indian story and I, and, and I don't know the the exact way that it's told. My mom used to tell it to me growing up, but uh, there was this man who really wanted this very famous Indian priest to bless his home. He was building this new home and he wanted the priest to bless his home. So he rolled out the red carpet for this priest, gave him gold 
cups and bowls and thing and gave him all the yummy food and and uh, as as the priest was leaving you know the man said okay bless my house and and the priest said look I hope your parents go before you and I hope you go before your kids and the guy was like that's it that's all you're gonna give me and the priest was like that's all you need in life that's as long as that cycle of life happens where the older people go before the younger people and that's the cycle of life way that's how it should go down then everything else is secondary and it's like you know that's a good point it i i have to remind myself of how grateful and lucky i am that that we came through that thing with the hospital and mm-hmm. with the kiddo because man oh man that was that was some toughness i don't care if you listen i don't care if you listen i don't care if you listen the podcast with shalini and Leonica. We decided to go to two times a month because we were finding that we weren't able to keep up. The president gives us plenty of fodder to discuss. I don't know exactly how much you want to go into the fact that we had the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, yep, um, Kirsten Nielsen. She left Washington last Sunday for what was supposed to be a week-long trip to Europe. While she was there, she planned to discuss cybersecurity and terror threats with senior UK and Swedish government officials, attend a meeting of G7 interior ministers in Paris, providing her a temporary respite from the tense situation of the US southern border. Instead, it turned out to be a miscalculation on her part. And Sunday evening, she had a meeting with Trump in the White House. She did not resign willingly. A person close to her told CNN, but was under pressure to do so, so she is out. She's the one that's been sitting in front of Congress talking to them about the caging of children that's still going on, and she doesn't really seem to have the right answers, so she's out. We didn't, You and I didn't talk after the Mueller report came out and said that there was no collusion, but now you've got the whole conversation of Robert Mueller's people being ticked off that William Barr's report, Bill Barr, William Barr, uh, that his report did not sufficiently convey what they found. So there's basically a cover-up going on that not you and I can't do anything about. And now today, Trump is removing the Secret Service director. Randolph Tex Alice is on his way out, according to CNN. Secret Service director reports to the Department of Homeland Security secretary, and she resigned on Sunday. So I don't know if it's a house of cards falling. I don't know if we're ever going to know the truth. But we're documenting our reaction. What's your reaction? How How you feel about all that chaos in your government up there, Lee? How you feel about it? You're muted. Sorry. Okay. I totally wish I could just mute that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, it, it it's he he just wants to get rid of everybody because they disagree with him or. I mean, at this point, <clears throat> do you think it's him? At this point, I feel like it's so much deeper than him. I feel like he's just a figurehead for all the nonsense. Well, that's all presidents. Yeah, there's some but, there's some shady stuff going on. I mean, I, I will be very hopeful that in my lifetime we'll find out what the shady stuff is, or at least the details of it. I just hope that people who are doing it are being <laughs> held accountable at some point. You know, nobody's being held accountable. Will they ever? Will like, they ever be held accountable, you think? Uh, maybe after they die. They're saving their own reputations, their own family legacies, their own wealth. I really hate to sound like I'm just a person beating my head against a wall like, oh, she's such a conspiracy theorist, this is a conspiracy, but this is giant, this is a big conspiracy. There's some big, ugly stuff going on. 
it's very clear there's big ugly stuff going on and we are all just day to day going about our business the problem that i am seeing i i saw somebody say uh, post something on online the other day about um there's a chance that the pork industry is going to oversee inspections inspections of what food meat food? i don't feel like any industry should be overseeing inspections that seems yeah. crazy to me we that, where we live right job. right so we're going to contract that out well you would think um the thing that it's is scary is that if that's the case and if too much of that starts happening where these organizations that are designed to keep us safe are on the take or in control by people actually in the industry if more and more of that happens and it is what are we in for the flint water crisis right right that's up. this is from the la times pork industry to gain power over inspections again from the la times on april 3rd Trump administration plans to shift much of the power and responsibility for food safety inspections in hog plants to the pork industry as early as May, cutting the number of federal inspectors by about 40%, replacing them with plant employees. So the pork industry is going to be responsible for policing itself. Yeah. No checks and balances. Who needs those? What are those? I gotta go find me some local farmers. That's one good thing about living in the Midwest. (laughs) Under the proposed new inspection system, the responsibility for identifying diseased and contaminated pork would be shared with plant employees whose training would be at the discretion of plant owners. There would be no limits on slaughter line speeds. The new pork inspection system will accelerate the federal government's move toward delegating inspections to the livestock industry. During the Obama administration, poultry plant owners were given more power over safety inspections, although that administration canceled plans to increase line speeds. The Trump administration in September allowed some poultry plants to increase line speeds. There's been there's been an E. coli outbreak in 13 states, and mm. uh, this is according to one of my friends on Facebook. She said, you know, we currently have an E. coli outbreak of 13 states, haven't identified the source. You know, that guy doesn't care about... No, um, he doesn't care. He, he fed people McDonald's. Yeah, he fed people McDonald's. He doesn't care. He's It's he, not just... He, he, not just he doesn't care, the whole group of people around him, they all just want to cash their checks and cash their checks for their boys and their girls. Like, they really want to just cash the checks. That's literally all they care about. Money and power. Infrastructure concerns me. Where we live here in Florida, we have a few bridges that, you know, connect us to the ocean that we take over. Mm-hmm. And bridges around the country are falling yeah. apart because yeah. they're not being kept up. So now, even to the point where I'm ready to go over a bridge to just go from point A to point B, I, I start to think twice about whether or not I should be crossing this bridge. Is it safe to cross this bridge? Because is it even kept up? I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. The podcast with Shalini and Liana. Hey, D. Hey. hey, sorry, man. I'm sorry about your grandma. Thank you. Try and be in happy memories as much as you can. It's easy for me to say I lost my my grandma, who was close to, to be like my mom, right when Chathan was born. The whole family was out there to be with, you know, to go see her off. I couldn't travel. That hurts because she was my everything. So right. be in those happy memories. Live her legacy. Live on the things that she told you as much as you can. It, it'll get easier. It'll get easier. 
I know it sucks right now. I promise it'll get easier. I'm so sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Give big hug. Mm. He looks so sad. Yeah, just got home from work. That's hard. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Give him a big hug from me. Good news in Chicago. Mayoral win. She's black and she's yeah. gay. And she is Chicago's new mayor, Lori Lightfoot. There's a record number of women running for mayor. Yeah. More women are running for mayor than ever before, which is nice to see. Because we figure we got all that craziness going on in our federal government. We might as well start working on the local government working and making on... changes there. Yep, absolutely. There is one, um, I had we had talked about this in the last episode of the I Don't Care If You Listen podcast. We had talked about this one senator from Arkansas who is trying to explain to her colleagues why the open carry issue was an issue for her, why she, um. she wasn't digging it. And your mom actually shared that on Facebook, and I commented and said, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what I was talking to Lee about. Stephanie Flowers is her name. A GOP lawmaker tried to silence her in a gun law debate. She stood her ground, and this is what she sounded like. It doesn't take much to look on the local news every night and see how many black kids, black boys, black men are being killed with these stand-your-ground defenses that these people raise. Then they get off. So I take issue with that. I'm the only person here of color, okay? I am a mother, too. And I have a son. And I care as much for my son as y'all care for y'all's. But my son doesn't want the same path as yours does. So this debate deserves more time. But I can tell you that for a long time since I've been back here in Arkansas, I have feared for my son's life. Now he's 27 and he's out of Arkansas. And I thank God he is when you're bringing up crap like this. It offends me. And then to limit the debate too? This is crazy. You don't have to worry about your children, Will. I worry about my son. And I worry about other little black boys and girls. And people coming into my neighborhood, into my city, saying they got open carry rights, walking down in front of my doggone office in front of the courthouse. That's a bully. Do I have a right to stand my ground with some crazy person walking around with a doggone gun? I don't know what the hell he intends to do. But I know I am scared. I feel threatened. Just like some of y'all walking around here up in the legislature with these damn guns. That, what's his name? Garner came in here, walking around here with a damn gun in his, under his coat. You can see the damn print. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. What the hell are you gonna do? Shoot me? Senator. Senator. Go to hell. I'm telling you, this deserves more attention. I'm talking about my son's life. And I'm talking about the lives of other black kids. Do what the hell you want to do. Go ahead. But you can't silence me. You got your damn silence gun out the damn chamber today. 
senator. What? You're out of order. And so what? So you're out of order. Okay, so what? You're out of order. And so what are you going to do about it? I am upset. You need to be upset somewhere else. No, I don't. I I got a right. I'm an elected officer just like you. He wrapped it. He said, God help us. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, God help us. Exactly. God help yeah. us. Yeah, especially, you know what I noticed, Cheryl? She spoke with authority. Yep. And that is like a total violation of their everything. Like, a woman speaking with authority to men, especially a black woman. Right. A white man and a white man in power. And I'm going to interview my girl, um, Monica Green. She is from Westland. Well, she's from Battle Creek, but right now she's serving on the Westland City Council. And I'd love to talk going- to her. Can we talk to her? Can you bring her on the oh, show? Yeah. I'd love to talk I'm, to her. Because I'm very curious. I mean, in my head, I'm thinking, I've had friends tell me, Shalini, you should run for office. You should run for this. You should run for that. Okay. First of all, I have the mouth. I don't necessarily have the knowledge. And I don't necessarily have the education. I don't necessarily have the um, pedigree to be anywhere doing anything political. However, I feel like it's more important than ever for people with voices that don't sound like everybody else's voices that go against the grain to start talking louder and louder. Like you got to start talking. We got to get heard. And I'm, I don't know. Shalini, oh, cool. Who is president of the United States of America and what knowledge did he have that put him in that position? You're not gonna know everything, but you can learn. Yeah. And you don't need an education for that. And as far as the pedigree, you you, you come from, you're the American dream. You're the typical American. I'm trying to figure out what typical is, too, for the people who are generally in those positions aren't the typical Americans. Yeah. Matter of fact, they think that because of their pedigree, they should be there. And that's far from the truth. Honestly, I feel... I mean, it's a sense of urgency. You know what I mean? We, the, the same way she had that sense of urgency, there is a sense of urgency in my soul that is saying, we have got to get this stuff on the right track or we are doomed. But it's so hard to be that woman that makes everybody say, oh, Lord. I know. God help us. I know. I've already, I mean, there's been friendships that have been compromised already. And again, when you become a parent... You don't want your viewpoints and your vocal attitude to, to, to hinder or hurt your child. And where can I go? Like, I could go somewhere like a, a Seattle or an L.A. or even a D.C. And, and go to people who already talk and think like me. I Sure, that, that would be easy. My kid would be very, very fine there. But when you are in areas which... When we live in areas where we are not the norm, where our point of view mm-hmm. is not the norm, being the squeaky wheel can be very hard. 
it can be extremely hard to do. And so while I admire all these people that are, you know, in the West Coast is the best coast mindset of like, oh, yeah, we're all good out here. And people, you know, are just like in their vacuums of it's all good around me. It's all good around me. The places where we need to make change are the places where we are the minority. And Mm -hmm. doing that is hard. This is as close as I've come to doing that. And it's a podcast. (laughs) Girl, it is the podcast. (laughs) I've gone to marches. I I told you I went to that that Democratic meeting and I was just kind of like, what is this? That was crazy. And I'm at this point in my life where I feel like we can't just pick up and move if we're unhappy again. You know, we kind of got to make it work. And I'm too broken to live in the cold again. I can't live in the cold anymore. I just can't do it. It's an interesting, it's an interesting place to be. I feel like, you know, Senator Flowers in Arkansas, like, you guys, do you hear me? Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're afraid of you. We better get our guns and our, our, uh, I almost said stingrays. (laughs) 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 But you might as well call it if I'm going to shock you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then we be, we become the target. We we become the terrorists. And it's like, what? Speaking of that, last time you and I spoke, Donald Trump was coming to Grand Rapids, and we had that conversation about whether or not you should go or if you were scared to go and, um, you know, buying out the seats so that you were em- taking up empty seats, et cetera, et cetera. Did you go to the, to, to, to the Trump rally to be an anti-Trumper, or were, did you not make that, did you not uh, take that chance? Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't go down there. Yeah, didn't even have a second thought about it. I did reserve two tickets for myself. My Good. husband reserved two tickets. I Good. shared it on Facebook, and Good. a couple other people reserved some tickets. But um, what bothered me about the whole thing is his supporters were out there in droves. There yeah. were about ten thousand people with their guns a showing and their guns a blazing and. And Yahoo and all the lies that he told that got national attention because it, it was his first rally since he's starting to prepare for his campaign or whatever. Was Grand Rapids his first one? I feel like he's been doing rallies since he became in office. Was Grand Rapids like he, the first official? Yeah, first official one of the year oh, or okay. campaign or something. Yeah. Something has happened. Right. And, I mean, he's talking about the. Democrats are just wasting their time coming at him. He's being overly sarcastic. He's throwing out false statistics. Windmills? Windmills causing cancer? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Are we really this dumb, people? Are we really this dumb? They are. They are. Like I said, there were about 500 anti-Trump protesters. Shout out to my little brother. He went down there. Yeah, shout out to him. Way to go. Yep, Stevie going ham. Yeah, well. Scooby Steve. Steve so he went down there and, and took pictures and stuff. But, you know, I think there was a lot of local reaction to the amount of people who were vendors, black and other minority vendors selling mm-hmm. Mega gear, mega gear, just to um, just to make the change off of it because whatever, why not take advantage of the opportunity and make some money? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. But okay, I mean, I get it. I guess I just there were a huge amount of those. Yeah. And not enough allies. 
of our allies. And maybe they were like me and just like, I'm not even going to waste my time and come down here because I know traffic is going to be horrible. Then you're going to have to pay to park and, you know, potential for other stuff and then getting out of there, coming home. It, it, it just wasn't worth it for me to, to go down there for somebody I don't like and enjoy. You yeah, know, of course. Like, concert or you know somebody even fireworks would have been <laughs> but for that nah not at all so yeah know. yeah I mean it makes me look at people like um, AOC by the way you're listening to the I don't care if you listen podcast I'm Shalini she's Leonica this is episode 30 going every two weeks because we're just trying to keep up with life and the craziness that is our world AOC is, she's taking them all head on and could care less. Let's play a game. Let's play a lightning round game. I'm going to be the bad guy, which I'm sure half the room would agree with anyway. And, um, and I want to get away with as much bad things as possible, ideally to enrich myself and advance my interest even if that means putting uh, putting my interests ahead of the American people. And I salute every second of her guts. Every second of it. I think, go girl. Just keep and it up. she's able to do that because she has great staffers. Yep. Who surround her and protect her and strong family support and those types of things. So, um... It's good that she has that too. Yeah, she's. And, it's funny though. It's. It, 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 I saw something today, and it's so true. The more they hate her, the more I love her. You know, the more yeah. she rubs them the wrong way, the more I adore everything about her. But all she is doing is saying the truth. The truth. I know. I know. But it's but apparently that it, hard to do that, these days. Exactly. It's that hard to do. Because there just aren't enough people doing it. I know. Why? Why? I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Individualistic societies who are only concerned about personal gain. How does this affect me? How does this affect me directly? If it doesn't affect me directly, I'm not interested. That's right. And not only does it have to affect me, it has to benefit me. Right. That's right. It's crazy. People are selfish. Windmills will cause cancer, cause cancer. So that means people are going to be afraid to get windmills. People get afraid to get windmills. They're going to destroy the earth. But there's no global warming. So it, that shouldn't matter. You know what I mean? Just stupidity. Just Pure nonsense. stupidity. Just stupidity. I mean, and, and they tell each other and they kind of repeat it, it to each other and they kind of build themselves up to make it the truth because they say it so much. And when I say they, anybody who does not want to vehemently deny this nonsense might as well be supporting it. If you're not willing to say this is absolute nonsense, then you might as well be supporting it. I just feel sorry for our kids. Really, I just feel sorry for our kids. We're going to be gone. I feel really bad for our kids. Windmills. I know windmills. I know. I know. And see, he's inciting fear for stupid shit. Like, what benefit is that to him? Because if he is on the take from these 
big industry people, he is going to, even his base just needs to hear him say, windmills cause cancer. So now you have taken away, I mean, you're talking about AOC's Green New Deal. You're talking about any kind of business, any kind of businesses that are investing in alternative energy. You are hitting all of them in the pocket because you're the president of the free world. And you're saying such dumb things that you are affecting business. You're going, that's what you do. You affect change because you are the president. Yeah, and he knows about propaganda yes. and marketing. So I don't even know what I why I asked the question. He wants us to die. I don't want to be the person who's the conspiracy theorist, like, you know, building the underground house and all that stuff and storing foods. But I get why people go there, because it seems that desperate at this point. It seems to yeah. the, like to the point where the truth is so un- undervalued. I mean, but, you know, you see people like AOC, you know that there are smart people at colleges and universities, et cetera, et cetera. And then you hear about people buying their way and you know that that's been happening forever. So again, I feel sorry for our kids. I really feel bad for our kids. I, I feel bad about what we're leaving them with. It's a shame that we're leaving them with this. I, I did not think we were going to leave them with this, um, this much of a cluster. It just feels like a giant cluster. Infrastructure is breaking down. The systems are breaking down. I mean, you've got the pork industry overseeing inspections of pork. I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg of what's going on. Can you imagine all the stuff we don't know about? You know, it's just... Yeah, that's what scares me. What don't we know? Right. Right. What don't we know? What don't we know? And I know that's a lot. What don't we know? (laughs) We got an 800-page Mueller report. We don't know none of that. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. The podcast with Shalini and Miyamika. This just in, uh, CNN, Felicity Hoffman pleaded guilty in college admissions scam. She said she's ashamed she and 12 other parents agreed to plead guilty in the college admissions scandal. I don't think she had much of a choice. I want to know what's going to happen to the nasty dude that owns the Patriots. Really? I got He's just one of many trashy people. I don't know that. I don't know that that's. We mean because he paid for prostitutes? Yeah. Girl, oldest profession in the book. I know. I don't care, but we need to talk about sex and recognize it for what it is. It's the oldest profession in the book, but (laughs) they're trafficking people. Those people couldn't leave that damn spot he was at. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about that, then you get into the whole conversation that we're seeing, you know, more and more of these, you know, the the children being separated at the border. And from the New York Times, there's an article, we fled the gangs in Honduras, then the U.S. government took my baby. You, you, you put that up next to the trafficking, you put that up next to the trafficking rings with prostitution. You've got Epstein, the Epstein guy getting off easy by... Acosta, who, who who basically gave him a slap on the wrist for abusing hundreds and hundreds of little girls because politically it worked out for him. I mean, it just, you wonder how deep does this shit go? How deep does it go? And can I even handle it? And life is hard enough as it is, so maybe I don't want to know. Maybe I just don't want to know. Maybe I just want to live in total ignorant bliss of hot dogs, hamburgers, apple pie, everything is good for you. And uh, yeah, I know that shit good for you. 
Ignorant bliss. <laughs> ignorant, ignorant bliss. McDonald's is healthy. And Trump wants what's best for us. And I think the pork industry should oversee pork inspections. They'll be honest. They're good people, those pig people. They're good people. They're good people. I mean, they're church-going good people, so they, they wouldn't lie. Not for money. People don't lie for money. Good Christian people, I'm sorry, good God-fearing people do not lie for money. That's what I should believe, right? Yeah. Don't let these crazy people drive you crazy with their crazy rhetoric. But they will if you let them. Yeah. So you can't let them. You got to lean to the principles that you were raised with, the foundation. Yeah. You know, the things that you say, oh, they were right. Mm, that was right. Because yeah. those things you know to be true in your heart. Yeah. And it's just, it, it just seems like we were taught everybody lives like this. And, you know, certain things should just be common sense, especially when it comes to other people and humanity and growth and survival. What we didn't take into consideration when they taught us that killing was wrong and hurting people was wrong. We didn't take into consideration that if you do it slowly and through their water as a government, you're still a good Christian. So yeah. it's how you do it. If you stab somebody in the face and kill them, you're bad. But if you poison their water slowly and let them die off in mass and and have poor health for years and years and years to come that's not really killing that's okay girl that's genocide right it's, uh, it's how it's packaged it's modern, yeah it's modern lynching they're not hanging people from trees anymore you know it, it just breaks my heart what happened to Flint and the fact that it happened because of someone's subjective decision and it breaks Some my heart to know right and it breaks my heart to know that we know about flint there's so many places we don't know about and it's going on and it's happening yeah. that we don't have identifiable proof of because nobody's looking because nobody cares oh there's proof but they're just looking away there's plenty of looking away i feel like there's a lot of looking away yeah, there's way too much looking away, and it just breaks my heart. And that's where we are today. But I do have some good news on that side. What's that? As of next week, my uh, professional roles will be expanding, and I'll have the opportunity to work with families in Flint. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I'm looking forward to it. They need you. Yeah, see what I can shake up. I need you to do that. So thank you from me. <laughs> that makes me feel good that you're doing that. Good. Yeah, at least in terms of child welfare up there, which is very important. Yeah, absolutely. So, which is kind of cool because now I'm working in Grand Rapids, Lansing, and Flint, like the three second biggest urban areas in Michigan. So let's save the world, maybe one podcast at a time. Thank you for letting me spill my emotional and mental guts out to you before the podcast started, because I must have needed that, and you're the only person I can do it with. Hey, I am proud to be that person. It's an honor, babe. 
can I tell you something really quick that before I forget though? Mm-hmm. When Chathan was in the hospital, when it was time to come home, they had to set me up with all the bandages and gauzes and lotions and creams and all the stuff for all the burns all over his body. I had to change his dressings. Mm-hmm. So in order to get those things, I had to work with this um, home care group. And mm-hmm. basically I needed to figure out what the insurance was paying for, what they weren't paying for, you know, all that stuff. And I came across one of the most helpful women that I have met down here. And her name was Geneva. Uh-huh. And I told her, I said, I'm never going to forget your name. Not only did you come through and help me, but your name is the same as one of my best friends growing up, you know, in, in college. And, and she passed away. And, you know, I miss her and I miss where we left our we left our friendship um, in a not healthy place. And I always, you know, regret that we couldn't have been closer when she when she left. And, and Geneva said, that's the second time in two weeks I've heard that, that, that I'm the name of somebody who had passed on. And I said, I don't know if you want to be friends, but I think we should be friends. Mm-hmm. So I basically said, will you please be my friend as a grown woman? Because <laughs> I told her, I said, I don't I know if you're it. a spiritual person or not, but I feel like it's a sign. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So uh, I feel like maybe we'll leave this podcast with a little bone. In honor of our girl. Sounds good. And it's a reminder to me and a reminder to you that we have got to do what we came here to do. Because we only get one shot. One shot. One shot. Ooh, and I can see Grand Rapids has direct flights to Tampa. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for you. Right. Come on down. We could sit by the pool and chill. Got to. And record a few podcasts while we're at it, too. Oh, that would be amazing. Well, I don't care if you listen. Episode 30. Bump that.
dogs If you call or you fall You can bang on that nigga Whatever that I will be there Lean on me But let us get rid of the enemies Niggas be singing that wild wild But if you think you can hang it Now pay hey. to my way You can see that we are more than done More than done More than done With just a little twist of harmony But smoke and lead the warriors Warriors, warriors, warriors Now come into my world And you can see that we are more than done Deeply in my eyes, I rise to the top of the game. No way that I had to run, no way that I had to turn. Sure, but a lot of these niggas won't learn, but the money that I earn won't burn, so come again. Better watch that mag 10. Nigga, this one's for me and my friends. We steadily rolling. I told you, keep bringing home platinum and go. What's pat pat? Put it all on the ground, get bone. Yeah, we used to get down. Get down. Put it clap back, put it on the ground, I get down. Well, I must keep close and try. When I'm out, we ain't gonna get no. Sitting on out of my window. Little easy blessings. So it's so cold, it's so cold. Little busy got stressed for the peeps, the streets, and none of these parties. All these nomies doing a fucked up bitch. No, no.